Welcome to Conversations with Christina. I am so excited for today's episode. I finally have a guest, and it is the one and only Aisha Peterson. She was one of the catalysts um, that actually helped me and gave me the vision to start this podcast. She is one of the just awesome friends I have that I can just have the best conversations where God does just drop those golden nuggets down and just leave so encouraged. And literally every time we have those conversations, which was on the regular until she moved to Ohio because she is doing inner city missions, which is phenomenal. And we'll get in more into that later as well. She is a lady of many trades with a huge, huge heart. So today we are going to be talking about emotional health and God's just been doing amazing work and just leading and teaching us more about emotional health and just the effects it has overall on all of our relationships, our spiritual life, just everything in general and it's phenomenal. So we're going to get into that and where God's been leading us into that. So come along on the journey. Well, welcome, Aisha. This has certainly been a long time come to finally have you as a guest on this podcast. Um, So, while there's many people who love and adore you, not everybody knows you, Aisha. So, could you just give a little brief overview of what brought you to Ohio? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, really quick. First, Christina, I was just thinking as you were, like, doing introductions about, like, driving in your car, and we would be... um, having like really great conversations and being like my man we should have recorded this and it would have been a podcast so Mm -hmm. anyway so it's fun to be like actually doing that right now real life people actually get to hear things (laughs) we're sharing our thoughts um yeah so i am uh living and doing ministry on the west side of columbus ohio um the west side is the best side (laughs) and it's um very inner city um a lot of poverty um crime addiction and homelessness, hopelessness. Um, It's kind of a hard place to be, but I do feel like God has um, orchestrated my life. Um, He has given me lots of passion and skill and interest in um, what I'm doing uh, in the inner city of Columbus and living there intentionally um, to start a disciple-making movement. Um, So that looks like a lot of different things right now, but it's really fun and exciting to be on mission with God in my neighborhood. So. Actually, I want you to share about that conversation that you just re-brought up to me about when we were in the car several years ago. Oh, yeah, that one. Okay, so I was thinking, like, often in the last year, I've been in Columbus for like a year and a half, and so often it's been really challenging and really hard and really uncomfortable to be in a new culture, in a new city, away from friends and family. And, but I always think back to this conversation that Christina and I had, that you and I had in your car about, there was a time where I was feeling, um, like really content with how easy life was. Like things felt really comfortable right after college. I had a good job. I was a part of a great church and had great friends and just things felt really, really easy. And, um, so I remember telling you, Christina, like how I was discontent with how easy life felt. And so now in the last year, when times have felt really challenging and hard and uncomfortable, I think back to that conversation that we had and just am like so 
so excited about what God was doing in that conversation several years ago to, like, prepare me um, for what I'm walking in now. So, Mm. yeah. So we also want to dive in how just seeing your whole process of getting to Ohio and getting into the thick of inner city missions. Mm -hmm. Um, So I want you to share for our listeners, um, tell me us about that revelation you had a couple weeks ago. Yeah, so I was talking to Christina on the phone and, um, and was realizing, like, I thought in going to Columbus that I was doing this great thing for God, like, going to serve him and make disciples, and that it was going to be this really honoring thing to him, and, like, this great thing to help God. Um, but I didn't, before I left, I didn't realize that it would have such an impact on me, and that God would be moving me to a place to be in community with people who really value emotional health. Um, and so that's where I've landed um, as far as, uh, like, worshiping community in my neighborhood, is just in the midst of these people who really value um, emotional health and, like, getting to emotional health and pursuing emotional health. So it's just been interesting to think, yeah, about how my move to Columbus was more than me just doing a good thing for God, but that God is, like, sovereign over all of our decisions, all of our steps, um, our places, and he goes before us to prepare the way for lots of different things. Mm-hmm. Sweet. So, you have gotten involved in a thing called faith walking. I want you to tell them more about that, what it is, how it's affected you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so this uh, community of believers that I'm a part of in Columbus who value this emotional health, a lot of them have gone through a, a process called faith walking, which is a a spiritual formation process that really equips people, um, followers of Jesus, with tools for a lifelong journey of spiritual formation. And so right now I am about halfway through a six-month process um, in the Faith Walking program. In September, I attended a three, no, it was like two-day, just a two-day intensive. Um, It was like a retreat, but it really went deep and fast, um, looking at areas of wounding from my first formation. And I did this in the context of other um, believers who were pursuing um, spiritual formation and emotional health um, through the faith walking journey. So I did that um, weekend intensive, um, which was really great and um, really uncomfortable (laughs) and really challenging in a lot of ways, but it opened myself up um, to start this deeper, like, longer process that I'm in right now. And um, so taking a look at um, how shame has formed me, um, how it's better to be authentic and vulnerable. It's hard, but how that's a better way um, to pursue emotional health, um, to be able to communicate your needs, to communicate your shame um, as a way of pursuing and moving towards emotional health. So that's what I'm in the midst of right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, but Christina, I was, I was realizing, like, recently, and I think we talked about this, that um, what I'm doing in faith walking has really paralleled what you started to step into with Splunkna, 
Um, and so I've been so curious, um, you know, for many months that we've been talking just on the phone, and now that we're in person together, to hear more about what Splunkna is. Um, and so maybe you can share about that with us. Yeah, so me and Aisha have just been so amazed how God's just been aligning us both to learn more about emotional health and that God has a plan and redemption and healing over that and all the effects that it just has on us um, and how we see others, see our situations, how we really live through the filter of everything that's ever happened to us mm -hmm. um, and that emotions can actually be stored, um, basically just things we need to work through that we might not have worked through and don't even know how it's affecting us. Um, so Aisha mentioned Splunkna. So the same time she was going through the faith walking journey, I had started my um, Splunkna training journey, mm -hmm. which Splunkna is like a hilarious word, honestly. <laughs> um, but it is actually a Greek word that means um, your gut, which also means your subconscious. Um, so every, your brain is, God just made our brain so intricate and, um, it's just the science behind that is amazing. Um, but anyway, Splunkna is a Christian mind-body tool for emotional healing. And so, basically, Splunkna is looking to partner with God and uses a lot of prayer, um, to clear out whatever lies and vows had came from traumas and also deals with all the emotions connected to that as well. So it's a lot of like just being in tune with the Holy Spirit and seeing where he wants to go in a session um, and what he, what kind of healing he wants to bring because we might come with a request for a specific thing, um, but he might have a higher priority and we just need to trust him and his will in that. And so both faith walking and Splunkna work on the same things. God can use anything to bring, um, just healing. And so these are just two tools that we've, that God's led us to. And we're just super excited about where this is going. And actually, Aisha is going to have a Splunkna session. So we actually wanted to debrief after this, um, because there's, so much we can learn. And, you know, I, I've been doing a lot of um, getting practice hours in for my Splunkna training. And so I've just been able to see so many people um, just be free from lies and vows and that have just been just keeping them in bondage. And it's been awesome to see all the freedom that God wants for his people and just all all a part of the sanctification process, which me and Aisha have talked quite a bit about, and just how God wants to offer so much more than we even know. And so we can have as much of God as we want, mm -hmm. and we're just trying to live out that abundant life he wants for us. Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting, you said Splunkna means guts, um, or like, what was the other? Guts subconscious? Or, or subconscious? Yeah. And I just, I'm thinking about healing, and how healing comes from, like, within, right? Like, mm. if if we just are treating a wound from the outside, um, it's it's not ever going to really fully heal, right? But, like, Splunkna means, like, guts, like, the inside. Mm. Um, so, anyway, I just, that came to mind. So, I'm like, excited. Cool. Well, we're going to take a short break, um, podcast time, because... <laughs> It's going to take us a little bit to do our session, but we will be back to debrief. So, see you soon. And we are back. Um, so, actually, we just had an amazing session. Um, God just 
rain down so much um, truth and it was just amazing. I'm going to let Aisha just share a lot more on that. Mm-hmm. Um, but in between, we had a little dinner, a quick little dinner of grilled cheese and tomato soup. Um, just wonderful toasted sour bread dough with some good quality cheese and tomato soup. It was just, you know, that's a perfect comfort food. And I think God just knew that we needed that. It was nice and prepared for us after, actually. Um, but by some pretty great people. Um, so... We had some nice comfort food. We're back in in the closet. A walk-in closet is where <laughs> where we are recording this podcast today. Your parents are so generous, Christina. Dinner and the closet. Yes, <laughs> we um home for the holidays, and Aisha's back in Minnesota, so we met up here at my childhood home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Aisha, will you just? share what happened what were your thoughts Mm -hmm. all that so it was really amazing to me how it felt like god had been preparing this session um for several weeks um just like between the two of us and how it felt like on my way here to minnesota that god spoke to me really specifically and told me that i was going to um to walk in some confession with you about something that's been um, a part of my life and that God was wanting me to have some freedom from. And so, like, God spoke to me very clearly about that just, you know, a week ago. Um, and I, was, I was a little hesitant to, to confess this, um, but I, anyway, it, it made sense in light of what we worked through to confess that to you. Um, so, and I, so Spagna, from what I experienced, uses your body, um, to target memories, right? Like, uses your muscles and, like, scans your overall body for where memories and emotions are, kind of have been tucked away in our body, Um, And so Christina, as a facilitator, um, and what she has learned through the training, was able to identify a certain age um, and a certain, like, several different, like, specific emotions um, connected to that age um, to work through. And so it was interesting because maybe about, like, the second, was it, like, the second memory or so that came to mind that felt really insignificant? Um, like, like the Lord brought this memory to mind involving, um, a young teen guy from my, oh, I guess he was a teenager from when I was probably in like fourth or fifth grade. And I, it seemed very insignificant <laughs> until I started to process through it. And, um, but Christina was able to help me target that as a specific age and a specific emotion connected to that. And so this memory came to mind and it, like I said, it seemed like it, I didn't even, haven't really even thought about that since maybe even it happened or around that age. Um, and so, you know, thinking about this, the definition of Splankna being like the guts, right? Or like Mm -hmm. the subconscious, like this memory was very much in my subconscious and, Um, but it was so deeply connected, intertwined with 
other memories that I brought up um, during the session and other emotions um, that then <laughs> all pointed to this thing that God was wanting me to confess to Christina um, and find freedom in through the power of confession and forgiveness. Um, so, yeah, it's just amazing how God has wired our bodies um, and knows our bodies um, and our memories to be all interconnected. Um, and, yeah, to influence, like, one another, that our, that our muscles and the and our, like, structure of our body, and our, and our emotions, and our minds, and our hearts, like, they all work together, um, so that's just what I guess I experienced with Spankna, um, like, in that sense, like, how it all kind of worked together, and the kind of excavating, right, of something that was, like, so deeply, um, ingrained in me that I had no idea was even impacting me, um, then made sense in light of everything else that we talked about. Mm -hmm. So, um, I love <clears throat> how you were talking about things before our session and today, um, just about how you've been just so hearing God, like so clearly mm -hmm. and strongly, especially lately and just your obedience to hearing him and what he had for you today. And I had no idea that you're going to confess or God told you to confess something to me today, but it's mm -hmm. so awesome that he made a way, he made a, a spot and a time, mm -hmm. um, in the midst of the hustle and bustle today for us to meet, for God to just work out his plan for you today. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. and that is, um, just so encouraging to me, um, because with this Splankna, um, a lot of people will, don't know about it much, and, um, just with holistic practices, they just shake their heads and think, oh, that's totally, like, of Satan or something, mm -hmm. um, but really, God created everything. Satan creates nothing, anything that works, mm -hmm. or anything that um, is looked bad is because it was God's first and Satan tainted it in some mm -hmm. way. Um, so mm -hmm. this session, as many others, has just proved that God is in this, that we have to be totally interconnected and discerning um, what mm -hmm. where God is and going with him. So I have just found that this is a way to partner with God and mm -hmm. um, just for others to get more freedom and healing. And again, this is not just one way to do this. Aisha's experienced this in faith walking mm. so much. Um, and it's just awesome <laughs> to, just to know that God was speaking to Aisha about this before it even happened. Mm. And he knew we were going to do Spankna today and chose to bring that specific thing up and mm -hmm. just bring her healing and freedom in that area. Mm. Um, and I actually like, in many sessions that I've done, God has already been speaking these things to people, mm. and he has used um, this as a great tool to bring it up and get it out <laughs> and bring that healing there. So, yeah, yeah. I think, too, you know, just remembering as you were talking about, um, like, it is really powerful that when we start to walk in healing and emotional health, like, we have a greater understanding of God's voice. We can mm -hmm. sense him in greater ways. The more that we walk into healing mm -hmm. and the more that we are growing with him. And I think that then enhances 
right? Like our friendship and our partnership with God um, as our father and as our friend and as someone who is shepherding us. Like, you know, um, there's that parable in, in one of the Gospels that talks about, like, the sheep will know his voice. And that's such a sweet thing to me. And so to hear you, yeah, just kind of reflect on how I had been hearing from God is because of the, it's like this consequence or the result of this healing that I'm continuing to walk in. And um, even just the practice of, like, walking with Jesus and being in relationship with him, the more that we do that, the greater that we will hear his voice. And so I want to encourage people um, in, like, remembering that if you're not hearing his voice now, like, be persistent and um, don't give up (laughs) in walking with him because he will speak to you just like he had been a week ago. Um, And now I know that there's greater freedom from this. And the funny thing is, You know, God had been speaking to me about confessing this specific thing, really an area of sin, um, for a long time, and I've been kind of avoiding it. And I I confess it, I've confessed it before Him, and I've received forgiveness from Him, but He's always said, you need to confess this to somebody. And I've been afraid. I've been very, um, this, you know, this is something that's filled with a lot of shame, and and I see that in light of the work that Christina and I just did in, in the session. Um, but God was very specific in that I was going to share this with Christina today. Um, and I, I, so I had gone into this knowing that that was something God had instructed. And, and here I am in this Blancna session, stuck in this closet, and I can't <laughs> run. <laughs> um, and so there is no way for me to continue being disobedient. To him, and so when when man when God wants our our forget like our confession and our repentance because He knows it's better for us, He's not going to let us get away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think, yeah, I I know that I walked in that today um, with the Lord, and you know, even right before we jumped back on here to record, I was talking to Christina about my tendency to not want to share shame, like shameful things, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure we can all relate to that, not wanting to share things that um, feel heavy and dark, and we don't want to be vulnerable and authentic with people. And specifically for me, I feel like if I were to share something that feels shameful or, you know, feels, you know, all those, filled with all those emotions, that I would lose connection with somebody. And I'm so grateful for my friend Christina in that I could share this thing that has felt so heavy um, and so, like, just filled with shame for a long time, um, and that I could confess this sin and be met with grace and and love and kindness um, on this, like, horizontal level between you and me, Christina, Mm. right? Um, But then that, like, through that I'm experiencing God's grace, like, on this, like, vertical level, right? Mm. Like, between God Mm -hmm. and I, because um, he was working through you in that moment. And and I didn't lose your connection, right? Like, I I was able to, like, practice confession, practice sharing vulnerable things and not lose your connection as Mm -hmm. my friend. Um, And I think that's powerful for me, um, as a way of like practicing this and, and like exiting the cycle that I shared with you, right. Of like mm-hmm. not sharing and feeling 
cynical about people and my relationships and then overcompensating by doing things like it's like I can feel myself exiting that cycle mm, um, by sharing good. with you um, and I haven't lost connection with God by confessing it to you mm-hmm. um, and that's powerful too so anyway yeah and I was telling Christina as we shared dinner that I just kind of feel this lightness about me um, I also feel pretty tired because <laughs> we did some deep emotional work but like a peace or a contentment um, and those memories that came to mind feel kind of fuzzy because we you know we we spoke the power of Jesus over those mm-hmm. um, and that's powerful so God definitely met us here in this little walk-in closet mm-hmm. this evening and it was a powerful thing so um so, Christina, I'm, I'm curious, um, you know, as we were eating dinner, I was just thinking, like, what is the impact of doing this work with people on you? You know, you've done, um, been doing these sessions for, what, a couple weeks mm, now? So, yeah, and <laughs> Yeah, we've been doing lots and lots of sessions with people, and I know that there's great impact, you know, like, you and I were able to been able to debrief and you're hearing my thoughts but I'm curious how what the effect is on you it really um (laughs) it is such a gift to be on the other side of things I have um had sessions myself of course too um but to be on the other side and just to fully experience God's grace and seeing people um get to receive that and just it creates deeper intimacy with God too on my behalf um just to be to be able to hear him um just in new ways for other people is such a gift you know it's better to give than receive in this in this way um with people it's just amazing to be able to facilitate and be a vessel and see what God wants to do um and just follow that path and you know sometimes with um people who aren't as self-aware or very hesitant to go um deeper that I've had some sessions that are harder um because the whole the whole thing with this work is that you have to deal with all these irrational thoughts mm-hmm. and um we're often quick to just move past irrational things and rationalize them mm-hmm. and as I explained one time that as the older you get, especially, and the better you get at rationalizing things, um, the more <laughs> we get to rationalize things before we even know what we had to rationalize. So we don't even, like, split-second think, and then we don't even realize where the dysfunctions are in our life and those false beliefs. Mm-hmm. So they're harder to uncover because we work so hard to ignore them and push them down, and we're just, like, fighting to do and think and act the right, the right quote-unquote way, mm-hmm. where we have to correct the underlying cause and root. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> it's just being able to see different ways on how to work around those. And I think for me, it's really, um, God's been challenging me to be bold and listen to him and follow through on that, which has led me to ask really hard questions of people Mm. and Mm. (laughs) just not worrying about offending people. Um, cause you know, it's God's job to convict. It's my job to just facilitate and lead people towards God and the healing he has. And to Mm. do that deep work, 
and get to the roots of things. So it's it's a growing process on me to get the focus off me and myself because I'm just the one being used. Mm-hmm. It's not about me. Mm-hmm. It's not about what others think. It's about what God says and what he wants. And it's good. So we need to go with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow, that's really, um, it's really powerful to hear about how it impacts you. Um, I imagine that there's almost like a fanning a fanning, right? Like a fanning of a flame, I'm imagining, like of your faith. Mm, yes. You know, right? Like when you are walking in this with somebody else and maybe even just the experience that we had today of like, whoa, Aisha, God was actually speaking to you and now it's happening. Like yeah. that there's some like increase of your faith. For sure. That is taking place mm-hmm. too. Um, mm-hmm. Like as you continue to press into facilitating these spaces and um, asking hard questions mm-hmm. that are probably from God, right? Like mm-hmm. that God is giving you those hard questions to ask because he is sovereign and he is at work in you and the person that you're working with. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, I wanted to clarify something that I said about memories. Um, Cause I think this is really profound in this process of emotional health and healing Um, And just something that's been in my mind. But I said, you know, kind of as I was sharing about what happened, that memories are fuzzy. But it's it's memories that once had this really big place in my mind um, and were, like, at the forefront of my brain. And, like, things were processed through those memories that were really profound and distinct. Um, It's now that I, after this session, that I've walked through some... Um, confession, some forgiveness, and received healing, um, that now those memories that once had this, like, stronghold, that those memories feel fuzzy, or I don't, they're not as vivid, um, and I think that's, that's a good thing, and that's a part of the healing. So I just wanted to clarify that and, um, explain, like, the significance of me saying memories were fuzzy. So, Mm. yeah. I don't know if you wanted to speak to anything more about the I don't know, process of healing or what that looks like, or maybe other stories that you've heard in people that, like, they have a physical example of, like, feeling healed from Mm, memories. Yes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Honestly, I'll speak to my own experience first. Mm -hmm. Um, So, actually, the physical manifestation (laughs) of healing that I've seen was one time... I, myself, had um, gotten this really nasty cold, and it was just not going away. I'm a huge um, holistic advocate, you know, nutrition and all that good stuff. Use your oils, people. Yes, use your oils. Whole food supplements. Whole food supplements, yes. I work at a chiropractic and nutrition clinic as a a patient advocate as well um, on the nutrition side, so... Just always educating others, and (laughs) I'm on the nutrition program as well, so, like, where you can specifically find out what nutrition you need to help you through whatever you're going through, basically. So when those kind of things aren't working, that points to emotional things we learn. (laughs) And so also, what had I actually had a Splunkness session of my own during this time, because I have access to a colleague who does Splunkness as well. And so... This was when you had a cold. Yes. That wasn't going away. Right. Cold wasn't going away. (laughs) So I got a session 
um, with her. And what ended up coming up was, um, honestly, I can't recall exactly what came up, but during the session, um, my nose was just, like, super runny, gross, and it stopped during when the session started, and it literally went away, and I finally started getting better after that session. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was crazy. Actually, now I'm remembering. It had to do with um, connecting basically to something that was going to be happening that night. And it, it just was like my subconscious knew I was going to be going to this event and that there is some, something that had a connection. So that's why like my body was reacting mm -hmm. um, in this way <laughs> um, to past memories of something. So there's, there's always an interconnection. And so it can also, symptoms can come up like even physically and prevent healing mm. as well. So I was able to find out I had this extra stress that wasn't allowing my body to heal, even though I was giving myself lots of great care of supplements and whatnot. Mm. So that was really cool to see. Mm. So with other sessions I've had, um, when people dealt with specific things that were also connected to how they were reacting to similar situations today, even though something occurred years ago that these, um, basically reactions were happening from. Mm -hmm. And so after dealing with certain sessions without going into detail, um, they were able to move past that and not have those same reactions, whether it was running away from certain situations and like literally just shutting down, mm -hmm. Um, in certain situations. So it just has allowed people and myself to even just walk in freedom from what used to hold us in bondage. And mm. I know I'm talking very vaguely, <laughs> but at the same time, I want to keep people's um, sessions confidential as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's cool. Um, to just think about all the different ways that healing can manifest itself, um, whether it's physical or, um, yeah, emotional, <laughs> and, you know, less, if, you know, lately, I think this is interesting to speak to also from my experience, just as I continue to walk in more emotional health and explore what that means, I, I feel like I've been experiencing um, less amounts of anxiety or, like, decreased just decreased anxiety, mm -hmm. um, almost like just a rest and a stillness mm -hmm. um, that's not coming from my own power or right. my own ability, but it's like this gift from God um, and like the consequence of the healing that he wants to provide mm -hmm. so, and is providing. So. Awesome. Well, any other closing thoughts, Aisha? This is the longest podcast I've done. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you get us together and we're just, like, so chatty. We could go on for hours. <laughs> right? We so could. <laughs> no, I think this is great. Thanks mm -hmm. for letting me be a guest. I love this. <laughs> so and I'm so glad all my listeners get to, to meet you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and have insight to how yeah. we, we uh, have conversations mm -hmm. about lots of good things. Yes. Yeah. So, 
good, good things. And we'll definitely have you back on whenever we figure out how to do long distance podcasting (laughs) or until when you come back in August. Yes. (laughs) Sounds good. Awesome. Well, I'll just close us all in prayer Mm because that's what I I do at the end of these. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, How do you just thank you that you you love us enough to take us through really deep waters and deep healing. Mm-hmm. God, that you see the little things in our life, the things that we just set aside and things we don't even think that affected us. Thank you, God, that you pulled those back out to correct them because you know the hold that things have over us and it matters to you because you want so much freedom for us. God, I just pray that you'll just lead, continue to lead me, Aisha, and everybody listening God, to this, that that you just lead them into the deep work, God, that that these people just develop um, such intimacy with you that they'll grow to just trust and, and want that freedom that you want for them. God, will you just lead them wherever that is, whether they get into faith walking or splankna or just simple, simply just sitting with you and hearing you. God, teach us to just sit with you and hear you. Um we just love you and thank you for, for what you do. I just pray that you'll bless, um, just continue to bless Asia and, and our listeners, God, just um, to to know that you want to meet us deeper and deeper and you have good things on the other side of these really hard things. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen.